I uh, have talked about uh, focused awareness and now I want to play a bit with flexible awareness. And for that I will share with you a meditation which is for some people helpful. And that is uh, alternating between a place of comfort and a place of discomfort in the meditation. So this meditation um, is an invitation to first connect with a place of comfort in the body. So a place where there is less tension, where there is more aliveness, simply said, where it feels good or at least better than in the rest of the body in case you have a sense that there's a kind of all-pervasive discomfort in your body. But for sure there's places where there's more openness. So, and, so I will invite you to go into a place like that and we will explore that a bit. I will ask some questions. When I ask questions, these questions are not supposed to be answered conceptually. But they are questions which are supposed to make you look. So, let's say I would ask the question, are there flowers on the, on the table? Then I'm not looking for the answer. I'm not, ask, I'm not asking this question so you give me the answer. I'm asking this question to make you look. So it's about the looking. So if, for example, I ask you the question, in the place of discomfort, is there a color? Then uh, it doesn't matter if there's a color or not, it's about the looking. Yeah. And then uh, I will ask you to uh, locate a place of discomfort in your body. So that can be emotional or physical discomfort. It can be something which is just triggered by the posture you're sitting, but it could be also some, you know, chronical tension somewhere or you know, something which where you feel stuck. Uh, so it can be anything connected with some emotions. So if you have some anxiety, for example, so then you know, maybe in the solar plexus or in the belly, it's different for different people. And then uh, we will alternate between these two. So we will go back to the, to the comfort, and then we will go back to the discomfort, and then we will do that a while, and just observe what happens when we alternate like that. Yeah, this is a very help, helpful practice if you are looking for a different way to be with with, with a recurring experience which is uh, challenging for you. And if you have understood or you have, you have a sense that nothing heals by ignoring it. So if, if that makes sense for you, that you know, whatever is needing healing in you, needs to be seen, needs to be hold, needs, needs to be touch, touched. It's not like uh, that by trying to suppress and feeling and not feeling what you're feeling, 
that some 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 healing can happen. So that that's that's one idea, and you can you know check for yourself if that makes sense for you. Uh, let's say you have uh, you, you go through a period of grief of loss. So what what's your sense, your understanding? Do you think uh, a period of grief or and the feeling of grief can be healed through ignoring it, through suppressing it, kind of hoping it goes away if you put it into a box? Or have you uh, an intuition or an instinct, no, I actually need to take everything out of the box and feel it. It's obvious what I uh, what I think, yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm not... Uh, I'm not all-knowing. It's it's just my experience. So in that way, uh, the practice of stabilizing attention, or this practice of focused attention, can become a deep healing process of your psyche by just shedding loving light into into your experience. That's one point. The other point is, of course, we need it. We need to do that from a place of space. We need to do that from a from a resource. We need to do that from something which is bigger than us. We need to do that. Um, we we need to do that in a way so that the experience is not overwhelming us and re-traumatizing us. So if we would do that, so if we would uh, touch that which we want to heal without having some distance. Distance is not a good word here, but some, some sort of, I can hold that, I can actually be with that in a way that healing can happen and not like a spiral into anxiety, into a full-blown panic attack. So for that, uh, it is important that when we do this healing work in our meditation practice, and we have to do this healing work in our meditation practice, because uh, uh, a psyche which is full of conflict and full of unresolved pain is not able to um, slide uh, deeply into essence love. So a certain, in the, in the traditional teachings, it's called purification. So a certain purification, a certain healing needs to happen so that we can, we can let go of the bananas and trust essence love. So the, the, the place, like the bigger place with which you can hold your own unresolved Things, your own discomfort, physical, emotional discomfort. Uh, that can be, you know, through the mental bonding process. So that's another way. Yeah? So you, you, you create like a bigger space where that what you want to be with can be held. Um, another person. Quite often, it's necessary to ask another person to give you that space because you are not able 
to connect with that space yourself. So if one touches something in, in meditation practice or in a retreat where you feel this is I can't I'm not I don't feel big enough. You are big enough, but you don't feel big enough to hold that because you get sucked into it. Then uh, then it's really helpful to ask another person, a psychotherapist, a mentor, maybe a friend, if it's not like a fixing, controlling friend, uh, to, to help you to, you know, to bring it out and to put it into a space where, which is bigger because another person is lovingly looking together with you. And then, and then you connect with that space and you can be with what before seemed to be overwhelming if you stay with it alone. So that's this important idea and also in psychotherapeutical work, but also in spiritual work. In Buddhism it's called taking refuge. So in the, in the, in the Buddhist practice, whenever you do a meditation practice, uh, you, you first uh, you take refuge. So you, you call your resources, you call that which is bigger than you, and you go into the bad neighborhood not alone. Yeah. in the bad neighborhood of your own mind. You don't go there alone, but with a friend, with a powerful friend. And initially it might be good to think kind of 80-20, like 80% 80, 80 uh, connecting with the resource, connecting with uh, the mentor, connecting with what is good, and then 20% uh, moving towards that which is unresolved, that which is painful, and, and being aware of that moment when it becomes a re-traumatizing re experience so that you can, that you can withdraw your, your attention back into that which supports you. Yeah? And, then, and then at one point it can, maybe, can be 50-50. Yeah? Uh, for that, uh, to, to do this, of course, you need to have already a certain capacity to direct your mind, to pay attention to that which is important to you. Because otherwise, out of habit, you will get sucked into that which is difficult, and you will believe in it. You will believe in the stories. Uh, this, uh, this method, the way we will do it, has a, an, a second aspect, and that is so important in bringing space into our experience, is to entangle bodily sensations with the stories. Yeah? An experience becomes overwhelming because the story and the, the felt sense in your body mingles into one thing, into one monster, which then feels so big and so real. And because we, we don't see that the story part is added. Yeah? And one part of vipassana, or one liberating aspect of vipassana practice is that you take... 
uh, that you take the, an experience apart into, in, into its components and so in, into its parts and then that and then you look at the parts separately and then you realize yeah it's there's it's still difficult but you know these are thoughts so hmm, if I now look at it then I and they are not I mean they are not really dangerous they, 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 they can't harm me they are they don't have any essence so so and then and then you look at the other part, which is the sensation, the felt sense in your body, and you look at it, and it's like this burning in the stomach, which before you called anxiety. But uh, you you, have, you so you have you are done with okay anxiety. That's a concept. That's a word, and the story that I have felt always like this, and I will always feel like this, and it's so difficult, and it shouldn't happen. So that that's all the the, the story, yeah. Uh, and then you look at the at the bare sensations and and you say, yeah it's it's unpleasant that that tension in my solar plexus, but you know I can be with that. It's not killing me right now. It's a bit unpleasant. And then you look deeper into the into the unpleasantness. By the way, unpleasantness unpleasantness is also a story, but. Uh, I mean, I need to say some words. Yeah. So you look into that energy, and then you then you start to see. Oh, this is energy. It's chi. It's prana in a certain in a certain density. Uh, so, and in that way, uh, that which became unmanageable, seemingly, because it be it was entangled with each other, becomes something. With which you can live with. So there's different ways to do this. So this is now one example, but it really can give you this sense that. At one point, you will be able to feel all your feelings. And you will understand that none of your feelings are difficult. Uh, none of your feelings are poisoning. They, are they seem to be difficult, yes. But none of your feelings are poisoning. They are not dangerous. They are not like things which attack you or something like that. They are feelings. And all they want is to be felt and to move through. And if you get into, into that trust, then you get trust into your life because it's about feelings. It's not about what is happening. It's about how you feel. If you lose something or someone, it's not about the fact that you're losing something, but it's how you feel about it. And then if you notice, if you start to sense, wow, I can be with feelings. They are still difficult, and I will have them, of course. We have feelings, and we will continue to have feelings. And unfortunately, it's not possible to have only good feelings. It's either both, 
or nothing, and that's called depression. So play around with me. If you don't want to play with me, that's also fine. Uh, so there's always the possibility to do the breathing meditation, do the stillness meditation, so you're very welcome to do that. So we will do it for about 15-20 about minutes and then we will do the walking meditation. <coughs> As always, we take some time to adjust the posture and get a general sense of uh, how you're doing. And noticing the movements in your body. With a sense of sliding or dropping into the body. Befriending your own energy as it is, even if what is there is not that great and you wish it to be different. So here it is an embrace with, uh, uh, through awareness combined with breath, an embrace of what is. possible with the out-breath releasing some of the tension in the belly and in the shoulders. Relaxing the grasping to your bananas without thinking you can just let go of everything, but relaxing a bit. For many of us the biggest banana is I'm not good enough. Breath, see if you can relax the grip on I'm not good enough. Your awareness is open. Could be an appreciation of the stillness between us, the stillness which we share.
And then I invite you to search, like a quick body scan, to find a place of openness, of comfort (coughs) in your body, a part of your body which feels more alive, which feels kind of fine. And just intuitively uh, choose a part of your body. It might change during the meditation, but um, settle with one for now. And then you breathe into that area. Is it in your body? Does it have a shape? Is it clearly distinguishable, distinguishable from the surrounding areas? of the body. So you keep being engaged. Try to get a bit closer into the experience. Is there color? And if not, what color would it have? How's the temperature? Is it same as the rest of the body, or cooler or hotter. If it would be material, what would it be? of the sensations. And while you are engaging with it right now, does it change? 
Does it stay the same? So and then allow your mind to let go of this area and turn to an area in your body of discomfort, emotional or physical discomfort. And again, just settle with one part. There might be a few, but just settle with an area which feels more tense or numb or there's some unpleasant sensations there and you bring that to the foreground breathing into that where is it in your body Is there color connected with it? If not, what color would it have? Try to go to the bare sensations. If it would be material, what would it be? again focus out into the whole body and then you turn towards the place of comfort so without hurry you bring this into the foreground breathing into the place of comfort as close as possible, almost like merging with it, without excluding the other parts.
dancing there, staying engaged, noticing the differences. Does it, this, does it have the same size? Maybe you can even broaden it a bit, you make it a bit bigger. If you notice that tension is building up, softening with the out-breath. Noticing the vibrational character, its energy. Maybe there's images coming up or words and that's fine, but you don't engage in them. Then you again focus out into the whole body. And you turn your attention to the discomfort. You bring it into the foreground, breathing into it, holding it, touching it softly with the in and out breath. If you feel resistance or fear, just make a part of the discomfort. Allow the resistance and fear to be there, holding it. And notice any changes. What is it without words, without judgments, without labels? How's the color now? Imagine your awareness combined with the breath being healing hands, loving hands. If you notice that you want to get rid of it, that's fine. But relax. 
there's stories coming up or words, that's fine, but let them pass. And stay with the bare energy, with the vibrational level. Focus out again into the whole body and you return to the comfort. If it's difficult to find, you can also switch to another one and you breathe into that. Can you make it a bit bigger? of allowing it to spread within your body. Get really close, almost as if you melt into it. softening the body and then a last time you focus out into the whole body Approach the discomfort, breathing into it, welcoming as best as you can. If there's resistance or fear, you welcome those. What is it without words? What is it really? Look, look into it. Is it different now? Or does it, did it stay the same? Or be, did, it, did it become more intense? What's the color now? Why is it difficult to be with this? Why is it difficult to be with this energy?
let words and stories pass and stay with the bare experience. Focus out into the whole body again. Maybe you can be become you can be aware of the two areas at the same time. into your surroundings, to the other people who struggle just like you, who have difficult feelings just like you. the surroundings, the landscape, the earth beneath you, the sky above you. The sun, the wind. Everything is moving. moving through you. Resting for a few moments with what is. Notice the wind.
also here if something comes up an urge a, fee a feeling pleasant or unpleasant so you can see if you want to go into flexible awareness or if you can just lovingly ignore that move and stay more in openness Uh, let go of the need to feel good. Feeling good is really overrated. Letting go of the need to feel good. So, in the walking meditation, again a bit of emphasis uh, into space, you know, connect connecting with the vastness, because also that's not what we want to happen, but it happens quite often that here in the meditation session our mind becomes a bit too too narrow, too, too cramped, too small. Uh, so, and then stepping out can, can reconnect you again with space and that there's something bigger than you, that you don't matter so much. Uh, and then one of the first deep insights in the Vipassana meditation is the non-static vibrational nature of all experience, called anicca. And uh, so that's something we will continuously explore a bit uh, the next few days, but already now I can just take that with you, just noticing that everything is changing, everything is moving.
like the wind, like the leaves. You know, nothing stays the same for, for even one second. Sensations in the body, the breath, thoughts, feelings, your mood, it's, it's all in movement. There's nothing solid, nothing concrete, nothing kind of locked into something. But there's life, chi, prana, the energy of life moving through us. And everything we experience is a movement of that in different densities, in different ways, in different colors, in different tastes. But there's nothing, nothing really. I mean, even, even this is a vibration changing. So if you kind of uh, bring this a bit into uh, the walking meditation, so the kind of the flow everything is flowing, changing. Also now you will notice uh, when you get up now and you get out that there's suddenly a change. So maybe you feel like, oh, and then you go out and suddenly, wow, yeah. And, and right now this feels like, oh, I think I feel the whole day like this. It didn't... Yeah, and then we go out and suddenly, and then we have forgotten that just a minute before we felt this will last forever. This, and now there's a bit of change. <laughs>